This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a very cooey edition. Cooey. Today's word is cooey. <laughs> Multiple coups we're going to be talking about. Oh, Warlord says educate the dumb American. See, this morning we did Prime Minister's questions. We did uh, C-SPAN call-in. And somebody brought up um, the, the, the Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor. I was like, oh, is it D-Day? It's like, oh, no, wait a minute. D-Day is uh, the invasion of Normandy, isn't it? And War- Warlord was like, yeah, that's right. I was like, you're European. What do you know about this shit? But, 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 I am not the only American to make that mistake today. However, I, uh, I wasn't a member of a presidential administration. Your progressive aunt, welcome. Porg, good evening. RB, Warlord, Clinically. Clinically's just here for the cats. I don't think I have a cat even near. Hold on, let me go find you a cat. Smokey ran in just as soon as I opened the door, but I figured you guys want the kitten. You guys want the kitten. About eight, nine weeks old now. Hi, sweet baby. He is a firecracker. Surprised she hasn't clawed my eyes out yet. Hey, Curiouser is upstairs. He'll be back, so I need to shut the door, so... Kind of dampens my voice. That cat looks dead inside? Well... What should, what should be an emote? The, the, the kitty? Kitten? Technically, the kitten is not mine. Trixie is not my kitten. Trixie is uh, Curiouser's kitten. I have three. I have Maynard, Socrates, and Smoggy. Then you guys have met Sunshine, is one of Curiouser's other cats. Her two, the two other cats, have never appeared on stream because um, they wild. I love both of them. I can pet both of them, but like I can't pick either of them up and bring them in here. They would, they would not like that at all. Here's your meme of the day. Walker still has his day job. Apparently his kid had an old Twitter thread about how everyone tried to stop him from running and Trump was the one that convinced him. Oh, Porg. 
I will say one thing as we're as we're talking about politicians' kids here. I will say one thing on this story. I'm just going to mention it because I am a newsman. I feel I need to uh, at least touch on it. I said it this morning. There was an incident at Ted Cruz's house last night. A heartbreaking incident, possibly having to do with his daughter. I wish no ill will towards that family. I hope that uh, everything is okay with the Cruz family. I send them my best wishes. The issue is nothing to be laughed at. Even me here on the Troll Patrol with the troll head as a logo. It's an issue not to be laughed at or poked fun at, so this is the only time I'm going to mention it. I wish the Cruz family well. I'm the dude that was fucking laughing at the guy dying from ass cancer the other day. When it comes to children and issues like this, it's no fucking laughing matter. Especially when it's a young teen girl. I can't imagine what that young lady is going through. My heart goes out to her. Now, what is a laughing matter is Kirk Cameron, Kirk Kirk Cameron, trying to do his own story time hour and getting turned down. That's not the only Christian that got yeeted. There was a Christian group in Virginia tried to go to a restaurant, and the restaurant said, no, we have the right to deny you service. You, believe, you you agree with me that Herschel was glad the campaign was over? I mean, he looked very dejected during the, the speech on Tuesday night. Tuesday night. I've been streaming so much and, and, and so much over the last 24 hours. It was last night, wasn't it? It was last night. The It's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. It's a freaking Wednesday. This was we did election coverage last night. That feels like it was a couple days ago. Am I right or is it Thursday? Wednesday? I so we did election coverage last night. That feels like that was days ago. <laughs> That feels like it was days ago. Apparently it was last night. We did election coverage last night. I can't hear you. <laughs> you curiouser walk back in. I heard I heard Wednesday, I think, through the door. Welcome Welcome to this world. Not high enough for this shit. Hopefully curiouser will take me to a weed store at some point in time. Weeds. All right, Christian group in Virginia denied service. I wonder the the wild thing is the people in the comment section on Facebook getting really up in arms about being uh, discriminated against. Seem to not know that the courts had sided with the baker. 
all of them seemed to think that the baker had lost in court and was fined heavily. And that's not what happened. <laughs> so, kind of weird, Christians. No, the, the courts ruled in favor of the, the baker who wouldn't bake the cake for the gay couple. Which is, and we have another, uh, I assume this is what uh, this incident is in response to. A Christian graphic designer in Colorado that hadn't even been asked to make wedding materials for a gay wedding somehow got a case up to the Supreme Court about this theoretical thing she's never been asked to do. And it looks like the court is more than likely going to rule in her favor. Yet another blow to laws, anti-discrimination laws. Fucking sad. Christians think they're under attack, yet the first school board member, first trans school board member in North Carolina has had to resign after threats. Finally, residents of Moore County, North Carolina, seeing their power restored after an attack on multiple substations in their community, more than likely spawned because of anti-LGBTQ sentiment. Juanchito. Juanchito. Welcome, my friend. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Glad multiple people hit the weed. Fox. Oh, you're smoky. You're not socks. I'm sorry. It's dark in here. I couldn't couldn't tell which cat it was. Come here, buddy. Say hey to people. Not once. Two two and a half years of doing this show. Not once have I been able to get this cat to talk on stream. Motherfucker doesn't shut up. This cat is just all the fucking time. Never shuts up. Can't get him to say shit on stream. What an asshole. It's like he knows. And she didn't even start uh, the, the website for the business yet. Fucking insane. Gonna go over uh, the student loan debacle. Apparently, a bunch of people that had applied for student loan forgiveness were told that their debt had been forgiven, despite the fact that uh, Republicans have held student loan uh, debt relief up with legal challenges, multiple legal challenges. New report says that magistrates, prosecutors, and judges all misunderstood and misapplied a bill law and illegally jailed arrestees. We're on the subject of criminal justice. We're going to go over the reversal by the city of San Francisco to not, not use deadly robots. And if you guys don't know what that was in response to, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know back in. Um, this was before George Floyd. This would have been... The aftermath of Mike Brown in Ferguson and the hands up, don't you? The, like, there's been multiple waves of police protests over the last decade. Would you, 
you consider that the first? No, the first wave would probably be after the the Zimmerman Trayvon Martin killing. This would have been like the second wave of police protests in the 2010s. It would be the Ferguson hands up, don't shoot thing. There were protests that broke out across the country in response to that. In Dallas, man decided to to do something many of us might agree with, take matters into his own hands and. Uh, Start, uh, uh, how do I say this? I'm, I'm trying to be careful because of terms of service. He started taking out some cops. Cops were cowards, and instead of, they had him trapped inside a parking garage, I believe it was. Cops were cowards about it. They didn't go into the parking garage to actually apprehend him, no. They sent in a robot with a bomb attached to it. So apparently, like other police uh, uh, precincts across the country, like, ooh, that's a great idea. After an uproar, the city of San Francisco has decided, no, nah, maybe we shouldn't allow them to do that. You're going to hear from the mother of a cop killed in January 6th. You saw the family's snub. The GOP leaders last night. We're going to hear from the mother about why she did that. Oh, down in Florida. Do you remember the don't say gay bill? The man who uh, co-sponsored the don't say gay bill in Florida has been indicted. Has been indicted. Because, of course, he has. We are going to talk about Strep A, which has killed its ninth child in UK. This is wild because right-wingers are losing their minds about Strep A. Because there's there's been some, some research to indicate that one of the factors driving this is, is lowered immunity due to COVID lockdowns. I don't I haven't had a chance to really look into that, but this is just wild that right wingers are upset about the ninth child dying of strep A. And they're like losing their minds over it. Do you guys know how many children died of COVID? It was over a thousand here in this country. I haven't even checked that number. I don't know what that number is as of like the last six months. But it was over a thousand. So, hey, lose your minds about the ninth child dying of strep A. But this is something we are going to uh, need to address and be worried about. Probably not going if, to, if, if it was truly the lockdowns that caused it, it's not going to affect us over here in the U.S. because we've just been out here spitting in each other's mouths pretty much the whole time. We're going to talk about the preventative measures that the U.K. is going to take to try to stop the outbreak of Strep A. Report suggests that China relaxing its lockdown restrictions could cause... Well over a million deaths this winter. Elon Musk, the the supposed free speech advocate, has been censoring posts about the China protests on Twitter. 
can't make this shit up, I swear. San Francisco looking into Twitter's plans to turn offices into motel rooms. Jack Dorsey is calling out Musk, telling him to stop with this uh, this fucking charade. Charade. This, this, this drip drip of stories trying to make it seem like there's something. Dorsey said, just release all the documents. Yeah, Dorsey, I'm with you. Let's do that. Plus, more classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol Live. Core. Good evening, Mox. Good evening. I'm skeptical of that claim. Um, I saw the... It was a Telegraph article. So, very skeptical. What, what, no, what misinformation? Who's, who's doing a misinformation? I try not to do a misinformation. The Tory graph. And so I reason to be skeptical, but, um, if I had to guess, I have not delved into the story yet. I would say that. Research showed that a lowered immunity due to lockdowns played a 10% role in the rise of this or something. They've, they've listed it as a factor somewhere down the line, and then right-wingers are just reading into it whatever they want because that's what fucking idiot-ass right-wingers do. And that's why, that's why right-wing misinformation sites get away with that shit. They know... They know their followers are dumb and lazy and aren't going to fucking look into shit. I mean, so many arguments I've had about the Twitter files, I've had to be like, dude, what you're saying is not true. They're like, yeah, it is. You didn't read the files. I'm like, no. Tweet 22 by Matt Taibbi disputes you. They always shut up after that. I had a guy, I had a guy on Facebook tell me that he could educate me. I, I debated on whether I wanted to do this tonight because I got a shit ton of work to do. For some reason, a bunch of my clients decided they were going to hit me with like, oh, let's, let's do some uh, Christmas greetings or whatever the fuck. And I got a shit, I mean, I'm not complaining. Let's make some money, right? But got to try to be like off of here before midnight. So I was debating about doing this idiot on Facebook, but I can't, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Called the troll patrol. So, I mean, what do you expect of me? So I got this ad. Andre Vinny bought an ad. It was sponsored content on Facebook that said, Serious question, is Kanye the Tupac of his generation? Oh boy. No, first of all, Tupac was based as shit. Like, uh, uh, you disrespect a woman around Tupac and Tupac gonna let you have it. Would have let you have it. Tupac. Based and also a fucking much, much better rapper. Come on. Tupac is one of the greatest of all time. 
Kanye. But on this post. Oh, God, I've got to try. Hold on, let me. I'll, I'll pull up a browser and let you guys see it. Yeah, also, I will make mention of AOC is apparently under investigation. But this is it. They, the ethics committee has received a complaint and they are obligated to investigate complaints. That's all it is. I doubt anything will come of it, but the right wing is definitely running with it right now. This is the... This is the is Kanye the Tupac of his generation? We've got to find uh, probably Justin Muffins on this. Find where Justin Muffins commented. What do you guys think? How does Kanye compare to Tupac? <laughs> the gif of Clyburn. <laughs> That's great. And as a political junkie, I, I highly appreciate that. This... This dude probably thinks they're on crack for saying that. I was on crack. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) We are laughing. I mean, if you wanted engagement, I guess this was a good way to get engagement. (laughs) I'm going to let you continue, Justin, but Kanye is an incredible musician. I mean, he made some catchy beats, but I mean, a lot of the shit that that was catchy was uh, sampled. So my response was, Tupac was based. Kanye is a Nazi. Idiots. To which Ronnie Fraley responded, you must watch MSNBC a lot. Like, okay, Ronnie, how do you figure? This is where we get interesting here, because you're you're misspelled... Spitting the same ignorance they are. You have no idea what's going on with him or what happens with celebrities. Those who speak out get what West is getting now. You don't find it strange that every celebrity that speaks out ends up getting slandered and ruined like he has. Yet you still believe it. Stay tuned, buddy. You think people are slandering the guy that was talking about his love for Hitler? Hmm. So my response was, are you saying Kanye didn't confess his love for Hitler? To which Ronnie replied, did you hear the interview for yourself or hear that through the grapevine? To which I replied, I'm literally on video watching it all. Alex Jones, Tim Pool, and here is last night's interview with Gavin McGinnis. Another response, are you saying Kanye didn't confess his love for Hitler? To which Ronnie replied, No, I asked if you heard it from him or through the grapevine. To which I responded, and I posted a video of me watching the interview. Are you stupid? The answer is yes. It's very, very stupid. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? To which he responded, Why? Because I questioned you? Not at all. I'm sure I could educate you on a lot of things. Glad you actually took the time to watch it. I don't like Alex Jones and don't watch anything he puts out. Therefore, I've personally not seen it. Don't much care to. He got your view, though. Ha 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 ha. (laughs) The dudes 
critique of me was that I didn't watch it. And then we find out that he didn't watch it. But I did. So, uh, of course, my dick got hard from hearing this and said, Oh, you could educate me? Well, you have a chance. My show is on at 8 p.m. Eastern and I take phone calls in Discord. Let's have a chat. Ronnie here replied, Sorry, I work and have a life. I'm sure your show is a big hit with the left, but I'm not interested at all. We're getting there, Ronnie. We're getting there. Thank you for your support. I think anyone who supports Democrats is not worthy of my precious time on this earth. He responded to me. If you're misspelled, two misspelled, blind to see what are two the number political parties are, then I can't help ya. See if you can get Charlie Kirk to call ya out. Or to call ya, I'm out. Well, I've not had Charlie Kirk call me, but I did have Matt Walsh play one of my videos on the show. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Lenny, good evening. Exactly, you couldn't educate anyone. You can't even spell. This is why I call right-wingers morons. And then, as far as Germany goes, who who the fuck brought up Germany? I, I, I called Kanye a Nazi and said that he, he said he loved Hitler, but what? Germany? As far as Germany goes, I guess people around the world are pretty sick of the Great Reset. And as uninterested in it as I am. Some folks just seem to think they can actually do something about it by overthrowing a well-armed government. How stupid can you really be? I guess that's what propaganda gets you. I have no idea on that one. I have no idea. But Ronnie here seems to have some opinions even though he doesn't want to call in and talk to us or get on the Discord. Uh, Ronnie Boy uh, puts his opinions up online for all, everyone to see. So let's see what he's talking about here in this video. Well, I'm back. Makes sense, huh? He's, he's back. I just want to let y'all know it's like a PSA, public service announcement, with the star. Those 86, 87,000 IRS agents. Is my PSA about the IRS agents? The elite and the millionaires. No, sir. Oh, yes. First, first of all, we've we've already hit a bingo. Multiple fucking like great reset. He's doing a video from his car. Like, 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 surely, like, producer Dave, where are you at? There's been a, there's been enough in this in this fucking twenty seconds of video to hit a bingo already. But then, <laughs> the IRS agents are coming for you. <laughs> Oh my god. He ain't gonna sick the IRS on them. But you know who he is gonna sick those IRS agents on? The opposition. When you hear 86,000 new IRS agents... Over the next 10 years. That's a weapon. Buddy, do you know how many people the IRS employs anyway? Pray. Pray. That the Republicans get control of the House and Senate. Pray they do. The very first thing on the agenda is to repeal that executive order. Get rid of those 86,000 IRS agents. Well, they did not win the Senate, sir. For commenting something stupid on Facebook that means absolutely nothing to know. By the way, if you were live, I wish somebody had reported you to the cops because you are fucking driving and talking on your phone. Get that shit out of there. Have a good day.
Oh, was that all it was? Nuts. There's our friend Ronnie. Well, he's, he is positive that IRS agents aren't going to go after the rich, which the reason why they don't go after the rich is because they're not properly staffed. We have, we've had an anemic IRS over the last 20 years. So rich people have lawyers and resources to be able to fight an audit. Poor people don't. Because we have a very understaffed and underfunded IRS, that's the reason why they have not been able to take on rich people. Supposedly, supposedly the, the, uh, I don't think it was an executive order. I think it was a bill. You properly staff the IRS. Supposedly that bill is to fully fund it and make it to where they can indeed go after rich people. Failing to report those let's go Brandon shorts. Or shirt. <laughs> yeah. Those let's go Brandon shirts. Okay, so I, I I hear this all the time, Mox, and once again, guys, I, I file my taxes as a small business owner. I use PayPal and Venmo for mo- most of my transactions. That's how my clients pay me. I am happy that now, in February, I don't know if it's this year or if it's next year, but PayPal and Venmo are going to send me is it a 1099? I don't know. It's one of the it's one of the numbered forms. PayPal and Venmo are going to send me a 1099. Gonna have all my fucking transactions over six hundred dollars that I have to turn into my taxes. I think that's a good thing. The people that are complaining about this are the people that are like, oh well, I'm sending my friend money. Uh, I'm paying somebody under the table. I don't want the IRS sniffing around. Okay, cool. Fucking split your money up to where it's not $600. Write something like for dinner or some shit on it. But those of us who actually use PayPal and Venmo for businesses, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, thank you. Because before, um, I'm not big enough to where I really worried about it. I probably shouldn't admit to this online. But I would just kind of go and guesstimate. I would kind of go and guesstimate. It's nice to be given a document now at the end of the year because I'm bad at bookkeeping. So just saying, I'm into it. I'm into the whole uh, $600 reporting thing. Warlord has already clipped that and put it in the cancel freaking. <laughs> no, clinically, clinically, uh, you may not get audited if you don't file. But you will certainly get a knock on your door from the IRS. Be, d- Warlord, what was the what was the meme? The uh speed safe or something? Or stay. I can't remember what the name of it was. We, we had this whole conversation about the meme and Warlord had to educate me. I actually came across... It was a British, like... Uh, uh, dude was trying to, to make a TV show for British TV. So I actually came across like a BuzzFeed video that was like, I accidentally became a meme. <laughs> 
clinically, clinically, we don't. Let's not incriminate ourselves here, or leave, leave the roll safe. There we go. Leave the leave the incriminating to to, to me. I'll 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 do the self-incriminating around here. Hey Justin, are you trolling? Yeah, I saw the story, the the BuzzFeed about how the roll safe meme came about. I enjoyed that. And then and then YouTube suggested to me the next 10 in the series of how I became a meme and I've pretty much watched them all. From the 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 what, boy holding in fart, uh, obsessed girlfriend, the obsessed girlfriend, the creepy obsessed girlfriend, or whatever. I, I found that one really interesting because, like, she was doing a skit. <laughs> uh, some like she had something playing, and like, in order, like, as she was waiting for it to stop, she just stared at the camera, and that's where that came from. The Ermagud uh, bums. <laughs> that one was interesting. I thought that I thought that young lady was cool. Uh, the the kombucha kombucha girl. Well, see, Warlord uh, Al Capone. That's a little bit different of a story. This motherfucker right here. I just, I don't even, I don't even know what to say to him anymore. Apparently, I'm going to be the streamer that is going to allow idiot right-wingers to call him groomer and pedophile in order to beat back their nonsense. Because that's, that's ultimately what it is. People like DM and, and his ilk, they're trying to run us out of spaces. And most people aren't gonna sit around and be called a pedophile, right? Because they don't want those accusations. It look, it's a very serious accusation. So they definitely don't want their boss to fucking Google them and see that somebody in a Discord has been sharing out screenshots of just innocuous conversation and calling them pedophiles. Luckily for me, I'm never around kids. I hate kids, and anyone in my life heard that I was a pedophile would laugh their fucking asses off at you. So the accusation is just really going to fall on deaf ears. It is defamation. Absolutely defamation. And yeah, I'm going to I'm going to defend the Cuties movie because you motherfucker, I'm not going to cede ground to you motherfuckers. It is a French movie is a woman's uh, autobiographical story, and the message of the movie is child exploitation is bad. So for you to call that pedophilic material just means you're an idiot. But this is what this is what the Christian white nationalist right does. They are fucking liars. And they say the most god-awful things about people. Meanwhile, it almost certainly... It almost certainly... Uh, the call is coming from inside the house. It's projection on their part. And I don't think DM is a pedophile because he's a fucking incel. Maybe, maybe that has something to do with his repression. 
DM does certainly seem to think about pedophilia and grooming an awful lot. Fucking idiot. This is why I call right-wingers morons. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. And we're going we're you're going to see examples of what this uh, stochastic terrorism does, and that's exactly what it is. The first trans school board member in North Carolina has had to resign because of shit like DM. Because of that fucking shit. Residents of Moore County, North Carolina have been without power since Saturday. Finally having their power restored this evening. Meanwhile, the sponsor of the Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida has been indicted for fraud. I don't defend kids having sex, DM. You believe that anyone under 18 that engages in sexual activity should be arrested And that's fucking stupid, and I'm calling that out. No, what I have advocated for is comprehensive sex education and access to contraceptives. And you call that grooming because you are a dishonest piece of shit. And yeah, yeah, Mox, you're right. It's about dehumanizing their political opponents. It's about dehumanizing their political opponents. It's literal Nazi shit. Hey, DM, have you noticed that all of the, the assholes that you, that you watch, all the right-wing propaganda that you watch, they all had Kanye West on. We all knew Kanye was a Nazi. Garfunkel and Oates knew Kanye West was a Nazi uh, over 10 years ago. Did you guys ban him? Did you guys ban him? Uh, Fair enough, though. I probably should get back to the news and not concentrate on him. I'll leave it up to you guys. If you guys decide it, then it is written, and I, I follow. I am a free speech absolutist. I don't ban anybody. The chat, however, may think that you are a griefer and they don't want you in our community and will kick your ass out. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, somebody let him back in. Porg, you Porg, you are 100% within your rights to do that. If you wanna if you wanna ban DM, you can. I I I <laughs> He keeps calling me an LOL cow, even though DM is literally our LOL cow. No, because DM has weird hangups about sex. And that's why, like, the Cuties movie is so weird to you. Because you have sexual repression. See, it's a French movie. And in France, I've got news for you. See, they don't allow violence on their television. But they can have titties and bush out all fucking day. 
They can have wangs on the TV all day. Did you know this, DM? Which seems to make a hell of a lot more sense to me because sex is natural. Sex is fun. Let's have sex now, everyone. Sex is a is a natural thing. The human anatomy is natural. You shouldn't have weird hang-ups about sexuality and nudity. So in France, they show nudity on the television like it's nothing, but they ban violence. What a novel concept. And that's, that's another thing. Children are dying. The number one cause of death of children in this country is guns. Guns. Let me repeat that again. The number one cause of death among children in this country is guns. But what are people like DM concerned about? Calling people pedophiles. It's insane to me. Biden uh, spoke about an hour ago uh, on gun violence. This is the anniversary of Newtown, I believe it is. So, your position, DM, is an abstinence-only education, which doesn't work, which results in higher rates of teen pregnancy, higher rates of STDs, and you're wasting your time on a position that doesn't work while you're letting a far more pressing issue, gun violence, completely off the hook. But here, your answer to gun violence is more guns, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean when when a bunch of kids got shot and the Democrats tried to take action to prevent that from happening again, you dumb shit? We we don't always debate DM. Sometimes I'll I've let him call in before, but like we're not going to do that again. We're going to move on and do the actual news. I promise, Aunt. I promise. It's just amazing to me that, like, the Democrats tried to pass a law to prevent children from dying, and that's bad. That's your position. That's your position. What an idiot. Right-wingers are absolute morons. The dumbest fucks walking the planet. I wouldn't let you call in anyway. I'm done talking to your dumb ass. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? What a fucking idiot. Do you do you not see how dumb you look? So how many how many people died in Newtown? Like it was like 18, 20, 22, something like that. There's been so many fucking mass shootings in this country. I can't keep up with the death counts and all of them. Oh, yeah, I fucking love the the idiot snake. Twenty eight deaths.
20, 20 children. 20 children. 20 children died. And the thing that DM is outraged about is Democrats trying to do something to prevent it. And this fuck is going to come in here and tell us he cares about children? No, clearly you're just a political hack. You don't give a shit about children, so stop... Tr- this is this is what they call virtue signaling. This is you acting morally self-righteous, which that's all Christians ever do anyway. Christianity is nothing uh, but a status kick, as Marilyn Manson said. It's, 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 it's you guys portraying yourself as self-righteous and passing judgments on other people when you're literally the dumbest fucks among us. I don't even know they use it as a political weapon. Trying to stop children from dying is a political weapon. Look at you. You're the one using children as a political weapon. You fucking idiot. See, he's just full of uh, stupid takes, guys. Have fun with that. Let's do the news, shall we? Let's find out what that news be doing. We got some coups to cover. Uh, First to Peru. No, did I mean to start with Germany? No, I guess I meant to start with Peru. Let's go to Peru, where the Peruvian president has been impeached. Peru is going through some things. It started when oh, you don't say. Pedro Castillo addressed the nation, saying he would dissolve the country's Congress ahead of a potential vote to remove him from office. His written speech was shaking in his hands as he delivered his remarks. Tomamos la decisión de... We have decided to establish an exceptional government aimed at reestablishing the rule of law and democracy. It would reportedly be the third time Congress took a vote to oust him since he was elected in July of 2021. Reports say he's being investigated by his own government for corruption by allegedly profiting off of public works. Castillo denies the allegations. In his address, he stated he would govern by decree until a new legislature was in place and could draw up a new constitution. This did not sit well with many Peruvians who took to the streets to protest the move. Some called it a coup, including the country's vice president, who tweeted out a rejection of Castillo's actions. Whatever Castillo was doing, it didn't stick. Shortly after he delivered his address, Congress marched right into the chamber and voted 100 to 6 to remove him from office and replace him with the vice president. She's the first woman president in the country's history. Well, congratulations, ma'am. CEO left the presidential palace and was taken to a police station. His status is unknown. As I was getting ready to say, like, apparently he has been detained. But exactly, like, has he been charged with something? Is he imprisoned currently? Uh, we don't exactly know. His status is unknown. For Inside Edition Digital, I'm Mara Montalbano. Oh, Mira Matabano. Much better than Maria Bartiromo.
So that just like coup is in the air. Apparently, coup is in the air in Germany. They have foiled a plot, and like I don't know many of the details. You get a coup. You get a coup. Everyone gets a coup. So they have foiled a plot. Uh, I, I I don't even know how to describe this. Here, let's go to the BBC. Germany arrests twenty five accused of plotting a coup. Among the 25 detained was a minor aristocrat called Henrik the Third or Thirteenth. Henrik the Thirteenth. Ida, did I say hey to you? Uh, did you sneak in here on me? 25 people have been arrested in raids across Germany on suspicion of plotting to overthrow the government. Tones, good evening, my friend. The group of far-right and ex-military figures are said to have prepared for a day X to storm the Reichstag parliament and seize power. A man named as Henrik III... Why do I keep doing that? Henrik XIII, from an old aristocratic family, is alleged to have been central to their plans, according to federal prosecutors. He is one of two alleged ringleaders among those arrested... Across 11 German states, the plotters are said to include members of the extremist Riksberger. Reichsberger. Reichsberger. Is that a burger with some crowd on it? The Reichsberger movement, which has long been in the sights of German police over violent attacks and racist and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. It's always the same thing with these fuckers. They also refuse to recognize the money. And, and I bet they are anti-trans and anti-drag shows. You can always tell. And this is DM if you're still here watching. There's an old adage. It says history. Uh, you, if you don't learn history, you are doomed to repeat it. That's why you need to educate yourself. Because if you go back to uh, the Weimar Republic and you see the beginnings of the Nazi movement, you will find the first people they came after were the trans community, drag queens, gay people. Berlin was the safest place in the world in the 1920s for the LGBTQ community. Let me say that again. Berlin in the 1920s, was the safest place in the world for the LGBTQ community. I don't think she was very great, because you are an idiot. You ain't learned fucking shit, dude. The next group they came after were the socialists. So it's kind of odd. When I see all of this right-wing hysteria... Talking about cultural Marxism is exactly what the Nazis did. They called it Bolshevikism. When I see the assault on the LGBTQ community, it reminds me of the history I learned about. I know where this goes. You're on the wrong side, DM. It was the trade unionists, the socialists, the LGBTQ community. Yeah, your favorite part of American history was watching some TV show 
That's because you're a dumbass. If your favorite part of learning about history was the TV show your your idiot ass teacher showed you, that's the problem. You didn't actually learn history, and that's why you're a dumbass. That's why you come in here and say the dumbest shit to us. They also refuse to recognize the modern German state. Other suspects came from the QAnon movement who believe their country is in the hands of a mythical deep state involving secret powers pulling the political strings. Interior Minister Nancy Fraser assured Germans that authorities would respond with the full force of the law against the enemies of democracy. The Reichsberger Group aren't uh, new. They predate the pandemic, but this audacious plot indicates increased commitment and radicalization, which could go hand-in-hand with the growth of pandemic disinformation online. The plot to kidnap the German health minister, Mastermind... Fucking doesn't this sound familiar? We went through all of this here in this country. The deep state is worldwide. Buddy, you are stupid. And this is, and this is, DM can look at society and see that there's something wrong. But because he's been so goddamn brainwashed, he can't properly say capitalism. You have to come up with conspiracy theories in order to deflect from the, from the fact that what is wrong is capitalism. You're living in a late stage capitalist hellscape. Pretty much everything you're going to complain about. I can trace back to capitalist incentives. But fascists have to find scapegoats in order not to blame the system that they uphold. Liberals were always side with fascists in favor of capitalism. Because it's in their in in their it is in their economic best interest. That's why the old adage you become more conservative as you get older doesn't work. That only works for baby boomers who saw their wealth increase over time. The rest of us have gotten the shaft Conservatism literally means keeping the status quo in place. That's what conservatism is. The antithesis of progressivism is conservatism. We would like to uproot the order in the world. We would like to uproot the capitalist incentive which causes people to do all of the shit that we see. The, the, the censorship on social media that I'm sure you're upset about, DM. Fox News fan 87. Already in here, lock up AOC. I told you guys, that's why I mentioned it. That's why I, like, you can't accuse me of not bringing up the story.
Helms, they opened a ethics investigation. There was some kind of ethics complaint. Uh, and they opened an investigation into her because they're required to. And apparently they're going to release their findings in January or some shit. Yeah, where it is. A Fox News fan, would you like to call in? Starlight. Yeah, we just covered Peru. We just covered Peru and Germany. We start off with the coups. We came in here. We were feeling very cooey. I'm up against a commercial break on Twitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna snooze it here for a second. I want to know, uh, Fox Fox News fan, do you want to call in? You want to hop in the, the Discord? Tell us about the crimes? Please, say something funny related to it, Starlight. Huh? Oh, believe me, we bash Kanye a lot. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, in a right-wing server... Uh, Starlight said, as a socialist, I condemn the Peruvian president. They got confused because I didn't support a person 100% based off of their economic view. I only bash Kanye because he's buddies with Trump? I, I don't know if cooey would be the correct word, Tones. I like it. Would you like to have a conversation, Fox News fan? The idea that they're like, you people call everyone Nazis and racists. Like, yeah, I called the dude that said how much he loved Hitler a Nazi. Yes, Israel is a an apartheid state that absolutely is doing a genocide on Palestinians. Are they Nazis? No. Are they doing some Nazi shit? Yes. Would you like to call in, Fox News fans, since you have uh, so much to say? Seem to have a lot on your mind. I don't know. Maybe I missed the ads on Twitch. Did you guys get ads? Fucking every, what am I talking about? Everybody's pretty much uh, uh, subbed now, thanks to Tones. I fucking love you, dude. So, I mean, it's not like we need to take a commercial break anyway. The Jews were the indigenous people of the land. I... I don't even know where to start with that. Like, if you want to have a conversation, let's do it. I should take a history lesson break. 
buddy, if, if you would like to call in and talk to me, I am more than happy to educate you on some history. What's up, Tones? Thank you, Borg. We appreciate you so much, Tones. You are you are wonderful. Sad you had to leave me this morning to go uh, uh, make some money. Capitalists cause ninety percent of American are spending their time on Twitch, crying that they can't find a job because of evil Trump. I mean, we got a real live one tonight, don't we? Right when you're using morons. Since, uh, since he brought up Trump and since we were talking about coups, let's talk about the January 6th coup, shall we? You support the police, Fox News fan? You support the police, Fox News fan? We had a funny thing last night. Uh, the mother of a police officer snubbed Republican leaders. Welcome back to CNN This Morning. The family hear why. U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick refusing to shake hands with the top two Republicans in Congress, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. This was yesterday at a ceremony honoring law enforcement officers who defended the Capitol on January 6th, the day of the insurrection. Of course, we all know Sicknick suffered a stroke and died. They all snubbed McConnell and McCarthy. The insurrection. Joining us now are his family members who loved him so very much. You saw them in the video, his mother Gladys and his brothers Ken and Craig. Good morning and thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you guys for being here. Thank uh, you. We will get... You gotta love how he said, of course I support the cops, and then immediately attacked the cop service on January 6th. ...to that and what was behind it, but... Mother to mother, tell everyone about Brian. Brian was very, very quiet. He, um, <laughs> he, he, he had a sense of humor that I didn't know about until, because <laughs> when he, there's, there was, two, there's two officers that are liaisons between the Capitol Police and us. In fact, they pick us up, take us down there, bring us home. That's what they did yesterday. And the stories they tell about him were just amazing. But he was just a very quiet kid, never, never wanted to, join anything. I put him in T-ball 10 minutes. <laughs> I put him, he just didn't want to, <laughs> he didn't want to join anything. And then he joined the Air National Guard. He found, you know, he found his way and he was doing what was right for the country. What did it mean to him to do that? He was just, he just felt this, this, you know, he, he was defending the Constitution, which should be done. Mom, I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad all, all of you are here. So, listen, Wait, Don Lemon's already calling her mom. You did what you did, okay? So when asked yesterday about um, why you didn't shake the hands of McCarthy and McConnell, you said they're just two-faced, right? This is according to a quote. You said you're just tired of them standing there and saying how wonderful the Capitol Police is and then turn around and go down to Mar-a-Lago and kiss his ring and come back and stand here and sit with, uh, you know, it just hurts, you said. You said you, you told me uh, earlier in the break that you were looking for, you guys were trying to figure out what to say, and you said maybe a better way to say something is not to say anything at all. That's what I, you know, I, we were talking about saying something, and then we said, no, I think the best way is just to ignore them. And uh, 
we had no idea it was going to blow up like this. We just, we really didn't. And, um, and I'm glad it did because I think it made them think about what they do. I mean, just sitting in these senators' offices and, and looking at the pictures of their families behind them and thinking, you know, what do they do when they go home? Do they, what do they say to their children and their grandchildren when they go home? You know, what kind of country is this? I mean, McConnell country? rolls in all that money he's made from his uh, father-in-law's business. Courage to do that. Was it tough to do? Craig? Honestly, after what we've been through over the last almost two years now, um, no, I really do not hold respect for people who have no integrity, which is what, um, is this is not a, a partisan issue. This is an integrity issue. The, they took an oath to defend and uphold the Constitution. And when somebody challenges it, like Trump, um, and they do nothing, the silence is deafening. Um, or worse, they keep perpetrating the same policies and lies that uh, caused the insurrection to happen. Well, this is not the first time we've seen someone snub Mitch McConnell. Interview recently with um, with Mitch McConnell, and he just they, he was asked four or five times in a row, specifically, will you support uh, right. Donald Trump? Or if he, he's a nominee, he, he it was everything was wishy washy. He refused to say no. I don't support him. Well, you know, if he's going to do this, and well, what I doubt he'll actually be the nominee in 2024. Yeah, I'm against tribalism. I'm against, you know, being, hey, you're on now, my I will, I will point out that Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump hate each other, absolutely hate each other. Mitch McConnell is no fan of Donald Trump, but Mitch McConnell is one of the, the cagiest and most cunning politicians ever in the history, the, quite possibly one of the most effective politicians in the history of this country. And the motherfucker... I assume he is going to use Trump again in 2020. If Trump is the nominee, Mitch McConnell will do the maneuvering in order to use Trump to his ends. I mean, you don't thank Trump for the three Supreme Court justices. You thank Mitch McConnell. This team, but when when somebody's when somebody that's potentially going to be the most powerful person in the world says, "Hey, I want to. I'm going to. We're going to push that Constitution aside." And, not pay attention to it at all, or I'm going to just rip it up. How, how, how do you support? How do you even say, well, you should, because they're that's, craving that's a no brainer. That's a no, I'm not going to support them. Mm. Should we take a moment to listen to what, because I will say McConnell, um, you know, McCarthy went down to Mar-a-Lago, sort of kissed the ring, right? And mm-hmm. McConnell um, did not. He has been critical of Trump. You're right, right that he didn't, he didn't answer that question at all when pushed. Um, but he also has not, you know, talked to Trump or met with Trump since mm-hmm. December 2020 when he congratulated Biden. So there's a difference there, right? Yes, yes there but, is. But let's let's listen to what McConnell said when he was asked about this moment. Here, here it was. I would respond by saying today we gave the gold medal to the heroes of January 6th. We admire and respect them. They laid their lives on the line. And that's why we gave a gold medal today to the heroes of January 6th. Do you wonder if you have a message, though, for him this morning or for either? Those heroes wouldn't have to lay their lives on the line if you hadn't have supported a fucking fascist. I said it in 2015 that if Trump was elected, he would never leave office or he would try not to leave office. Wouldn't leave office willingly. I don't remember exactly how I said it. But by God, I mean, how did I know? Like, fucking... You tell me Mitch McConnell didn't know that was going to happen if I knew my dumb ass sitting in Alabama knew? 
Tell me Mitch McConnell, one of the, the cagiest and most cunning politicians ever in the history of the country, didn't know that's what was going to happen? Um, I just don't know how they can stand there, talk to the press, talk to the cameras and, and say what they do, knowing what they've done in the past. And they, they, I don't, do they think people don't pay attention? Well, apparently a lot don't. We're going to get into religion here in a little bit, Tones. I don't know if they lost children in an insurrection like this. I, I, I kind of wonder what they would do. The people who were there fighting uh, also received awards. As you know, Michael Fanone, who received an award, and he said that he was heckled by members of his own uh, police department who called. Did you just get hit with right. the ads? I try to, uh, I try to catch him. Like fucking tones has been giving out the gift sub, so like pretty much everybody was 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 subbed. I try to make it to where nobody misses any content. And I take a little pee pee break and go refill my drink. But like, I didn't need to pee and I've got my bottle of water. And everybody was subbed, so we just didn't take a break. So I'm sorry about that, Starlight. I try to, I try to fuck over Bezos the way, I, as, as best I can. ...terms, um, and he said it's, it's tough for him to deal with. What do you think of that, members of the own department? Yeah, I had no idea that happened until later on the way home from D.C. yesterday. I had no idea. Um, I think it's awful. I mean, he put his life on the line. He didn't have to do that. He almost met the same fate as Brian. Yeah, he almost died. And uh, he wasn't asked to go to the Capitol. He put on his uniform and he went. Um, you brought up the Constitution. Jones, and thank you. And that the former President Donald Trump called to... Starlight, welcome in. Mention the Constitution. Lady B. Terminate the Constitution. I want to, because Brian can't be here to say what he went to work for every day, which was to defend it with everything he had. What do you think he would say? I, I, I mean, you, About this moment in America. He would have been appalled. Um, it's, you know, it's, we have 200 plus year history of, we had bad moments of course through history and we've got- Fucking, is, is Tones just handing them out again tonight? To point where we become, God, I love you so much, you know, man. The wonder of the world. To now have We're almost up to 50 subs. Now, yeah. every election now is going to be challenged. Bash, good evening. Um, and what's the reason for it? It's okay, I can understand if there's an election that might be close. Do a recount, look into things, you know, if there's any wrongdoing, fix it. But when two years later, after um, you know, every, every contested election was looked at, and they found little to no fraud or abuse of the system whatsoever, yet everything still perpetrates. That's not our system. That's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah, I honestly, honestly, I don't know if I can speak for Brian because his opinion was different before he died. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a staunch supporter. Uh, and, but, you know, to, to have, to, to incite Americans to. He was a staunch Trump supporter. I, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Uh, apparently, Officer Brian Sicknick was a staunch Trump supporter. Oof. Wow. Speak for Brian, because his opinion was different before he died. You know, he was a staunch supporter. Uh, and, but... You know, to, to have... I mean, technically, he didn't say Trump supporter. He said he was a staunch supporter and that his opinion was different before he died. Fuzzy Simba, good evening. I mean, do you guys take that to mean that Sicknick was a Trump supporter? 
So he was there at the Capitol. He lost his life defending the Capitol against the, the supporters of the guy he voted for. My God. Honestly, I don't know if I can speak for Brian because his opinion was different before he died. You know, he was a staunch supporter. Uh, and, but, you know, to, to have, to, to incite Americans to attack other Americans, yeah. it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Talking, talking to our, these, these police officers, uh, people don't realize how bad it was in the Capitol and what these people left Oh, well, we just heard from some dumbass in our chat that, like, nothing happened on January 6th. We're so glad that you all could be here. And I can't imagine what you're dealing with. As you, I know you said it's day-to-day. -day. Yeah, like, like McConnell, you were talking about the Constitution, McConnell. and I mean, they took that same oath to defend the Constitution. Mm. They're not doing that. Fuck no. They still support the motherfucker. They still, after all we've been through, he still got a solid, unwavering thirty percent of the country that supports him. It is insane. New revelations today. Apparently, Trump hired a uh, independent firm to come in and look through Mar-a-Lago, and they found even more classified documents. Following breaking news right now, more classified documents that were in the hands of former President Donald Trump have been found in a Florida storage unit. A search team hired by Trump's lawyers made this discovery. Those documents were turned over to the FBI. Three other Trump properties, the Bedminster Golf Club in New Jersey, Trump Tower in New York, and an office in Florida were also searched. Nothing classified I, reportedly found. I could believe it has dwindled as far down as 22%. It ain't going below 20, though. I mean, we would have to see some polling going into the election here to really to 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 hone in on it. But like, it feels like that like the twenty to thirty percent just seems so unwavering. Like there is nothing we can say to these fucks to to ever convince them otherwise. Trump literally said it. He could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and he wouldn't lose support. He could literally come out and call for the termination of the Constitution. And then say he didn't, and all of his idiot fucking followers would be like, he didn't say that. Did you read what he said? Yes, I read what he said. Y yes, he said he wanted to terminate the Constitution. We, we, uh, we rocking it tonight. Thank you guys for being here. If you guys uh, uh, hit the no profanity, the all that good shit, uh, do that, and it'll hit the community challenge. The freaking at the Freaker's Ball. Spend your, spend your channel points. Spend your Freak Coin. We are almost there. Apparently, that'll put me on the front page of Twitch or some shit. Ah, oh, motherfucker. Why'd you have to hit that one, goddammit? Why that one? Why that one? Fucking Warlord. I, like, I've been trying to scrape my bowls. I don't really have anything to smoke, and I don't have 
Really gonna have to clean the bowls here in a little bit in order to get something to smoke here a little bit later. Smash, thank you for making it rain. Thank you for the bits. I did say it. You're right, Porg. I asked for it. It's my fault. That was a cell phone, just like Donald Trump's cell phone. Bringing in a, a firm to search Mar-a-Lago, and they found more documents clinically. Right thank now, you for the bits. Documents that were in the hands of former President Donald Trump have been found in a Florida storage unit. A search team hired by Trump's lawyers made this discovery. Those documents were turned over to the FBI. Three other Trump properties, the Bedminster Golf Club in New Jersey, Trump Tower in New York, and an office in Florida were also searched. Nothing classified reportedly found at those locations. The Justice Department has been concerned that not all documents had been returned to the federal government. Lenny, thank you for the gifts, though. The search of Trump's estate awesome. in August, the FBI seized nearly 22,000 pages of government documents, and about 100 of those were marked as classified. So, more classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. I do believe he's going to be indicted. work i can put that one together i've got re any requests put them in the in the discord mater had a request this morning for a new emote i'm totally on board with that new emote a biased opinion coming from fox news fan you've got to wonder if fox news fan might be a troll but then again a fox news fan would be stupid enough to be like i'm a fox news fan yuck <laughs> Nine million student loan borrowers got an email in November with the wrong subject line, which informed them that their debt relief had been approved. So if you were one of the nine million people who applied for debt relief and got an approval letter, uh, you may be getting a correction. Millions of student loan borrowers are expected to soon receive an updated email on the status of their debt relief. November 22nd uh, and 23rd, approximately 9 million borrowers got an email from President Joe Biden's education department. Come on, man. With the subject line, your student loan debt relief application has been approved. That subject line was incorrect. It was supposed to inform borrowers only that their application had been received. The subject line was supposed to say update on student loan debt relief. The error was made by an Accenture Federal Services, a contractor of the department that sent the email communications. While the content of the email itself was accurate and provided borrowers an update that debt relief was being held up in court and loans couldn't yet be discharged, Accenture, on behalf of the department, plans to send new emails with the corrected subject line to affected borrowers in coming days. I'm, I'm sorry, but if I receive an email that says your student loan application has been approved, I ain't opening that email. I'm assuming it's approved. Buddy, we don't even hate Israel. <laughs> like, you guys are so stupid. 
So student loan debt relief. That's totally cool. But all the, the billions that we have forgiven that we've given to corporations, that's not leeching. Fox News fan, if you would like to talk to us, we have a phone number and we have a Discord. We'd love to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lady B is like, we don't give a fuck what you have to say. God damn it. Fuck. Mm. It's all good. It's all good. That was that one's on me. Spend your channel points. We're we're so close. I don't think you were baiting me. I don't think you were baiting me. But it, I mean, you are a master baiter, though. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? I had to. I had to. Oh, go watch the documentary. What is what? Fox News fan. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Let me show you how hypocritical your side is. Because it's weird you bring a go watch what is a woman. Hi, Justin Freakin. Due to a copyright takedown notice that we received, we had to take down your video from YouTube. The video title, What is a Woman by Matt Walsh, lied to get interviews using pigs without permission. So, Bent Key Ventures, LLC... Also known as the Daily Wire, filed a strike to take down my video where I absolutely watched What is a Woman. And they didn't like that I pointed out uh, their lies. So what do you think about that? You a free speech advocate? I mean, you want to if you if you really want to listen to Matt Walsh about something, you should mi listen to Matt Walsh about this. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. I'm a formidable voice in the culture, according to Matt Walsh, motherfucker. God damn it! <laughs> fucking fuck, 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 fuck. So, hey, funny you should bring up what is a woman. Why would, why would I do that? Why would I watch any of it? Why would I watch anything that right-wingers put out now? Clearly, they don't want uh, anyone to point out when they're lying. But they will go to great lengths... You're, you're saying, why not listen to the truth? Yes, yes, men can get pregnant. It is very rare, but men can get pregnant. Because now I'm going to have to explain to you that there are people with uh, female chromosomes and male genitalia. There are people with, with male chromosomes and female genitalia. It is very rare. Just because you don't hear about it very often doesn't mean that it's true. Or doesn't mean that it's not true. 
And yes, and this is this is the part that's really gonna upset you. There are people who identify as men who can get pregnant. So sorry to burst your bubble, just like facts aren't on your side. No, what's mental illness is, is your dumbass. Fuck no, and I can't insult people with mental illness like that. The fact that I can tell you that what you're saying is not true, I can show you that it's not true. I didn't start with the, you know, people that identify as man can get pregnant. Just just to really blow your mind. Because we don't even have to go there. Uh, trans men are valid. Trans women are valid. We didn't even have to go there. Because there are people with male chromosomes and female genitalia. So what do you, what do you have to say to that? Hermaphrodites exist. So yeah, if you're just going to keep spouting off to it, we, if we give you examples that prove you wrong and you just keep continuing to spout off nonsense, what what recourse do I have other than just be like, right-wingers are morons? Like, I, what do I... I can't talk to you. I can't... I can't ration with you because you didn't come to your beliefs rationally. How do we even get on this? But like, you know, you would have thought he would have shut up after I showed him that I most certainly did watch What is a Woman. Also, I can define what is a woman. I like how I like how the uh, the right wing definition of uh, what is a woman is an adult female. Okay, right wingers, well, what's a female then? Your circular logic doesn't fucking work. Whereas my definition, someone with predominantly feminine traits, works beautifully. Now someone, someone tried to tell me like, oh, well, there's non-binary people. I'm like, don't non-binary people identify as non-binary? Like, we're talking about a woman here, like... This was, this was in one of those, you know, dumb, dumb left channels. Like, your definition doesn't work. There are people that are non-binary. Like, I'm pretty sure non-binary people uh, don't identify as women. Or that there are gender-fluid people that some days they identify as women, there's some some days they identify as men. But that still doesn't change my definition because I'm assuming on the days that they identify as a woman, they are uh, predominantly, they are expressing predominantly female traits. I'm sorry, predominantly feminine traits. So there you go. Far, far more concise definition than Matt Walsh ever gave.
Yeah, but we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the Twitter thing because here's a, all these idiots have been talking about Elon and free speech just to come to find out that Elon has been censoring shit on Twitter on behalf of China. And God damn it, I did it again. And yeah, they do. They just move on to the next argument. It's called moving the goalposts. Called moving the goalpost. They get shut down on one thing and they move the goalpost to the next thing. It's a dirty rhetorical tactic. It is logically fallacious. Move to San Francisco, where apparently uh, uh, they have put on hold the idea that they will be using robots with bombs attached to them. I mean, why not use sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads, right? San Francisco supervisors banned San Francisco's police department from using remote-controlled robots to kill. Supervisor Safai. Safai, I. Supervisor Stephanie. Stephanie, I. There are 11 eyes. Thank you. Motion carries unanimously. All right. The shocking move comes a week since supervisors questioned SFPD's assistant chief, David Lassar, who said they could deploy robots equipped with explosives. As I said earlier, this is a, this um, comes back to the protests in like 2016 in the wake of Ferguson. There was a cop killer in Dallas that was on the loose and the cops cornered him in a parking garage and they ended up sending in a robot with a bomb attached to it. And like, just as soon as that happened, I'm like, well, this isn't good. This, this is a bad precedent to set. We have it as a tool in the event that we do have time, that we don't have to go in and stop the threat immediately, so that I we have secured the scene and we, and we weigh out, do we want to risk? What you're saying is you're a coward. I think your job as laid out by the Constitution, is to die if necessary to bring a suspect in. Sorry, that's the way I read the Constitution. Lives and the public by getting ourselves exposed to the suspect, or can we send a robot in to deal with it? The board's vote comes after public outcry. You don't just get to execute citizens in the street. That is, that is not your job, and that is a gross violation of the Constitution. She received hundreds of emails and calls from community members thanking her for going against the initial robot policy. I believe when you put distance between a human be being making a judgment call to you know, lethally harm another human being, that when you put a machine in between you and that person, it makes it easier uh, to kill. Board President Supervisor Shaman Walton said allowing the use of robots would go against police reform. Uh, if you send them into a school, which I would not want robots going in, uh, armed with bombs, to go on my, my children's school, to go on my grandchildren's school, because it just has tragedy written all over it. And yes. we need to make sure that when we focus on de-escalation, focus on reform. For 11 years, SFPD has been equipped with 17 remote-controlled robots 
The potential for using them to kill a suspect was challenged in light of California Assembly Bill 481, which Governor Newsom signed into law in September. It requires municipalities to create a policy for how military equipment is being used. Some limitations are, of course, better than no limitations, but at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, do we want the San Francisco Police Department to be able to use military-grade weapons? No robot armed with a bomb to blow things up and the answer to that is no in san francisco luz peña abc7 news so at least there are some restrictions being placed on it it's still i i think this is a really bad precedent to set especially given uh how the people in charge of administering the law are apparently really dumb when it comes to the fucking law A study shows that federal magistrates, prosecutors, misunderstand bail law and are jailing people who should go free. Despite the study, the administrative office of the U.S. uh, Hold on, let me make this smaller here. Despite uh, Despite the study, the administrative office of the U.S. courts says the federal judiciary has worked hard to make sure defendants aren't detained unless the law identifies a specific need to protect the public. A Reagan-era law passed by... Automatically right there. Go ahead. Strike that from the books. If Reagan did it, I can tell you it's wrong. Also, I don't think my nightlight is on right now. No, it is on. I looked incredibly white. I thought maybe, maybe I... did something to fuck with it this morning. When we were doing Prime Minister's questions and C-SPAN call-in. Guys. Somebody called in on C-SPAN this morning. And said, well, I'm, I'm under no profanity uh, embargo here. I'm on an, a profanity embargo. <laughs> but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause the clock. I'm going to pause the clock so I can say what the dude on C-SPAN said. So he calls in to C-SPAN. <laughs> And says, I'm disappointed with the voters in Georgia. I put a sock on my hand to wipe my ass. <laughs> that happened. That happened. I'm sorry. Well, I wanted to tell the story about what happened on C-SPAN this morning. Because it was a lot of fun. A Reagan-era law passed by Congress nearly four decades ago. Blah, 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 decades ago. Oh, fucking shit. Fuck you. A Reagan-era law passed by Congress nearly four decades ago to change the federal bill system in order to address concerns over rising crime committed by arrestees Released pending trial has been widely misunderstood and misapplied by the federal court systems, magistrate judges, prosecutors, public defenders, and probation officers. The unprecedented look at federal pretrial detention conducted by the University of Chicago Law School's Federal Criminal Justice Clinic paints a portrait of a judicial system that has neglected the rights of especially poor arrestees and people of color. Shot. Shot. And and Reagan passed it? It was passed during the Reagan era? No. And it attacked poor people and people of color? No way.
Such systematic uh, problems are largely the result of what judges and advocates told USA Today is a poorly written war on drugs era statute known as the Bell Reform Act of 1984 and over-reliance on prosecutorial discretion and risk-averse magistrate judges and federal defenders. According to the report, in 1983, less than 24% of arrestees were jailed pre-trial. By 2019, nearly 75% of them were. So that's 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 why that's the reason why there's been this push for cashless bill reform and shit that right wingers are pushing back hard on. I cussed again, didn't I? God damn it! And risk averse is because they don't want idiots like DM coming in here and accusing them of letting pedophiles out on the street, which is exactly what they've done to try to slander. Uh, people like uh, Larry Krasner in Philadelphia, uh, even Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. As of June 30th, nearly 118,000 people were federally jailed pre-trial, according to federal court's data. At the same time, the amount of time presumably innocent people spent locked up awaiting trial has also increased nearly sevenfold. The amount of time that we uh, keep innocent people locked up has increased sevenfold. What the report found from an average of less than two months in jail in 1985 to nearly a year now. Oh, absolutely. Hermaphroditic people are not freaks in any way, and I, I love them very much. I try to be an advocate for for any group of people, especially people that are... They're not very prevalent. Not many people are likely to uh, meet a hermaphrodite, or if they do, uh, that that person isn't choosing to live as one gender or the other and not telling you about what their their fucking uh, genitalia is like, which is totally their fucking right. And just because this is rare, because like when it comes to racism, people tend to be less racist when they know people of other races. So it gets hard with trans people or people that don't fit into the gender binary because they are such a small population and because the right-wingers are so, so mean to them and drive them into the closet, it's not likely that people are to have experience with them in order to be able to toss off the stigma. I think it's kind of important for me to stand up and point out that they are, they exist, they are valid. And if you come in here bashing them, you're an, you're a bad person and we don't like you. Yeah, I had to censor myself there. I realized the profanity was on. We talked about it a lot this morning when we were doing C-SPAN and also touched on it last night, but I want to get into it again. Oral arguments today in the election law in North Carolina, which could uh, could have horrendous consequences with our elections. It's so bad that even the Federalist, the Federalist Society filed amicus briefs 
saying that the the court should not take up this case. Counsel for a group backing the North Carolina State Supreme Court warned justices on the high court Wednesday that the implications of the election case before them could be drastic. The blast radius from their theory would sow elections chaos, forcing a confusing two-track system with one set of rules for federal elections and another for state ones. Case after case would wind up in this court with a political party on either side. North Carolina legislative Republicans are arguing the legislature alone has the power to set laws applying to federal elections, including drawing maps that favor the GOP. The state Supreme Court... What I, what I really want to point out is that... Um, The word legislature, it has been interpreted by the courts to mean the entire uh, legal body. And what North Carolina is arguing is that, no, it's specifically the legislature, this political body that we're voting on in here. The voting political body. Court ruled those as illegal gerrymandering. The legislature is pushing back with something known as independent legislature theory, coming from an obscure debate over what the founding fathers intended. States lack the authority to restrict the legislature's substantive discretion when performing this federal function. As Alexander Hamilton wrote in Federalist 78, the scope of legislative authority is governed by the commission under which it is exercised. Here, that commission is contained in the United States Constitution. Justice Kagan raised the concern of state legislatures meddling in election results. I think what might strike a person is that uh, this is a proposal that gets rid of the normal checks and balances on the way um, big governmental decisions are made. I'm glad to hear that, Mox. Some of the court's conservative justices seemed sympathetic to the petitioners. This is a federal election, and it's similar to the problem we had with the presidential election in Bush v. Gore. Justice Clarence Thomas, the only current associate on the panel in 2000, then joined an opinion siding with the state legislature over the state court to stop the Florida recount and award George W. Bush the presidency. Michael George, CBS News, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, by God, North Carolina. I would assume that uh, Roberts is solidly a no. Roberts getting... It's amazing that uh, this court is so conservative that it makes Roberts look like a, like a liberal. You think Thomas Alito and Gorsuch are probably a yes, so it's going to be a 6-3. A, a, a uh, Barrett's a wild card. As, as I mentioned, the Federalist Society came out against this, so... <sighs> that could be a reason why you're not seeing uh, the justices act too sympathetic. Let's, uh, let's do this first. I'm, I'm calling an audible here. You guys, uh, do you guys remember Kirk Cameron? What show was he on? Uh, uh, Growing Pains, My Three Sons, or what? Kirk Cameron's religious story hour has been shot down by public libraries. Growing Pains. Public library says they're not interested. 
Actor and Christian activist Kurt Cameron is claiming that more than 50 public libraries have rejected his applications to hold a story hour to promote his new faith-based children's book, accusing them of indulging the woke left. I can go ahead and tell you what seems wrong with this is they don't want to do free promotion for you. To promote your book? No, you got to pay for that. You don't get to just go like, drag queens are just going and reading to children in order to educate them. They're not, they're not going to promote their book. No, no, I would say libraries charge people to do that. So, yeah, that's why you got rejected. The Growing Pain star says he hasn't been given a story hour slot in public libraries, claiming that his publisher, Brave Books, has been told the messaging of his faith-based book, As You Grow, does not align with the LGBTQ welcoming institutions. I just, I, I doubt that. I'd say it's more over like you're promoting your book. You're trying to do publicity tour. Uh, Go to Barnes & Noble and pay for that. Dozens of public libraries in the U.S. have reportedly rejected or not responded to his publisher's request for the former child star to hold an event. We are a very queer-friendly library. Our messaging does not align. One library worker from uh, Rochambeau public library in Providence, Rhode Island. I I know that person did not say that because Rhode Island is not real and you're never going to convince me it is. That is a fake state. It is a fictitious state that only exists on Family Guy. I I see the the chromosome conversation going on. Like, that's one of the things that I always point out to idiot-ass right-wingers. God, I, I was so close. I was so close. There are at least seven different combinations of the XY chromosomes. And some geneticists have said there are as many as like 22. So it's not just XX and XY. This is your fault, Warlord. That is, that is something that I, I always point out to these idiot right-wingers. Smash says ass is not a cuss word. How did I use it? I think I used it in the... in Because, the, like, you can use it in one way on TV, but not in the other way. Like, I made an ass of myself is not a cuss word. Uh, but I got fucked in the ass. That is... Oh. Fox reported that the publisher was told by the library official, you can fill out the form to reserve space to run the program in our space, but we won't run your program. Another branch, City Heights, Weingart Branch Library in San Diego, California, told them they didn't think that's something they would do, citing the diverse community as their reason. I don't know how many people you would get, the individual reportedly said. Brave Books took umbrage with the library's responses, noting that some have hosted LGBTQ plus story times with drag queens in the past and wondering why they were being rejected. Uh, They told you why you were being rejected. 
So now this is the newest right-wing grift just writing a children's book. Matt Walsh started a trend. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. That's where that clip comes from, too. Him saying that about me, that comes from me making fun of his children's book. Also, a very uneventful segment. The, the book was so painfully boring that I looked back on that segment, which got a lot of views because of Matt Walsh. I look back on that segment, I'm like, wow, that, that's the one that has to go viral because like I didn't have any good jokes because there was no good material to joke about. But thankfully, Matt Walsh did play like the two clips from it where I thought uh, I made some funny jokes. So thank you for that, Matt. Thank you for that. Uh, let's move to Richmond, where a Christian group has been denied service at a restaurant. Oh, you hate to see it. Right now at 5.30, a canceled reservation at a Richmond restaurant leads to debate over cancel culture. The Family Foundation of Virginia says it was denied service at Metzger Bar and Butchery all over political views. The faith-based group says that the move goes too far and is discriminatory, but the restaurant argues... Wait, the Family Foundation wanted to go to a bar? Doesn't sound very family to me. It's only protecting its staff. Agent Awoko has this story for you. Actually, very surprised to find out that a restaurant wouldn't serve our organization. It's the dinner reservation at the Metzger Bar and Butchery that got chopped. So it was a reserve several weeks in advance. We didn't have any problems. That got chopped. <laughs> uh, I'm usually really critical of local news puns, but that one was pretty good. I'll, I'll give that one props. It's the dinner reservation at the Metzger Bar and Butchery that got chopped. So it was a reserve several weeks in advance. We didn't have any problems leading up to it, but an hour and a half before, we were told you're not welcome here. That's Victoria Cobb with the Family Foundation of Virginia. Certainly involved in many controversial political public policy issues for the flourishing of families. And it's because of conservative-leaning viewpoints that the restaurant nicks the foundation's reservations, saying in part that the Family Foundation seeks to deprive women and those in the LGBT community of basic human rights and that they refuse to seat anyone who makes them feel uncomfortable or unsafe. It's amazing that the restaurant can put out a statement that is cloaked in all these words about welcoming and tolerance and their actions be so intolerant and bigoted towards another group of people. Do you not know what this is in response to? Exactly, if you don't have to bake a cake for a gay wedding, you don't have to serve some some group. Apparently, it's the family foundation. It wasn't like it wasn't just like she was there with her family. It's specifically the family foundation, a political group that they denied. Sounds perfectly legitimate to me. It's disturbing. But it is it is disturbing, ma'am. Now you get what we've been talking about this whole time that you shouldn't be able to discriminate against people. But that's what you that's what you Christians want. You hypocrites! Restaurants' actions were justified. The majority of their staff are, are women or people who are part of the LGBTQ community, and so I can understand their, you know, 
decision to want to support and protect their staff. We don't want to compel people to speak messages they don't agree with, but we absolutely believe and we'd like to see charity in all of But you want to compel a restaurant to serve people they don't feel comfortable serving. Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see yeah. how we you are a hypocrite? Tell people to speak messages they don't agree with, but we absolutely believe and we'd like to see charity in all of our businesses in Richmond that do things like basic food service. Equality Virginia says there's nothing stopping the Family Foundation from going to another restaurant. The, the outpouring of love Metzger has yep. received over the past few days sends a message you know, across Virginia that equality is good for business. The Family Foundation was able to find another dinner reservation. Now, while it is important to note that there are laws on the books which prohibit discrimination based on sexual orientation, there are no laws in Virginia that prohibit the denial of services based on political views. That'll do it for it now. Here in Richmond, on your side, AJ Nwoko, NBC 12. All right. But they're going to say it was their religious views. They're going to say, well, it's not a political thing. It's a religious, it's a religious thing. It's a religious thing. My religious liberty has been curtailed. Shut the fuck. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. Shut the, shut the, shut the fuck up. You guys are going to be coming like Twitch. That is, is you Twitchsters that aren't subscribed. You're going to be coming up on a commercial break. I'm sorry. Most of you are subbed. If you're not subbed, I try to catch it to where you don't see a commercial break. I'm sorry if you get hit with three minutes of ads. I really am. Especially because we got some stories that really need attention right now. So, uh, that woman complaining about her dinner reservation. That woman complaining about her dinner reservation, I don't think is any anything near as egregious as... The first uh, openly trans school board member in Asheville, North Carolina, having to resign because of hate from groups like yours. The first openly trans member of the school board in Asheville, North Carolina, announced her resignation this week after persistent attacks from an anti-LGBTQ group. Asheville City Board of Education member Peyton O'Connor made the announcement on Monday after an anti-LGBTQ group made several appearances at meetings during public comment periods, repeatedly misgendering O'Connor, who is a transgender woman, and spreading homophobic and transphobic rhetoric. O'Connor is the board's first out trans member and likely one of the only trans people to sit on a North Carolina school board said Western Carolina University political science professor Chris Cooper to the best of his knowledge. The Arizona-based group Alliance Defending Freedom, which was identified as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center in 2016, was represented at school board meetings by local pastor Ronald Gates, who identified himself as an ambassador of the organization. Gates began speaking at ACS board meetings in October. On its website, the Alliance identifies itself as a legal organization committed to protecting religious freedom, free speech, free speech, yeah, mm-hmm, the sanctity of life, parental rights, and God's design for marriage and family. Oh, see, oh I'm sorry, Smash. <laughs> I was, I was trying to warn. <laughs> 
Stop getting greedy with the Nightbot, RV. Do, do, uh, tell Smash we can't see their, um, messages. You live in sexual anarchy? O'Connor said December 5th she made the decision to resign following a dust-up at the November 16th board meeting. Her December 5th resignation was effective immediately. O'Connor was appointed to the board in March of 2021. Her term was intended to last until 2024. Noted at the meeting and in a Facebook post made shortly after she announced her resignation that this was part of a long-established playbook by the organization. After making continued attacks, Gates will wait until he is censured, she said, and use it as leverage to create a lawsuit and turn the district into a circus, she added. This isn't a guess. The ADF makes no attempt to hide its tactics. In light of that, I've decided to step down, so that fight can hopefully be taken elsewhere. I didn't come by that decision lightly. The strategy O'Connor noted was also mentioned by Craig White, supportive school director with the Campaign for Southern Equality, who said the group was involved in several anti-LGBTQ court cases. The lawsuits include recent action in uh, Albemarle County, Virginia, after the Alliance sued the school system in December of 2021 on behalf of a group of parents who alleged the board's anti-racism policy discriminates against students and creates a culture of hostility towards the white students. Locally, everybody loses, and the ADF moves on to the next school district, White said. I believe there is no place for the ADF in Asheville. Whoa. Caught in a bad romance. This is just shameful. This is just shameful. And they, they wrap themselves in the flag and call themselves patriots and they do the, the most anti-American thing. Don't believe in free speech. We had the example with DM earlier that it was hypocritical about everything. He says he's a free speech absolutist but has filed multiple takedowns against videos I have on YouTube. And calling out their hypocrisy just doesn't work on them because I they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Go down the road in North Carolina to Moore County. Going to Moore County where you may remember we did the story about multiple power substations being attacked. We believe this has something to do with a drag show that occurred on Saturday night. We have no evidence of that yet other than the the woman's Facebook posts about it that seem pretty sus. This is a woman that's been involved in COVID protests, been involved in religious organizations like the one we just brought up. She says the power is out in Moore County, and I know why. She posted that right after it happened. But apparently, the deputies from the local sheriff's department went and prayed with her, and they decided, like, she is no no longer a suspect. They cleared her based on that. Rhinoceroses are unicorns. Oh no, rhinos are unicorns. I'm sorry. 
for some reason, when I saw your name, the the song Hip Hopopotamus popped into my head. Where you can't be hypocritical if you're always wrong and you just never care about it. And if you're if you're unable to feel embarrassment. Right wingers can't feel embarrassment. That's the problem. They are unable because like she's still posting. Go to her Facebook. Unable to feel embarrassment. It's been about five days since an unknown gunman shot at two power stations in North Carolina, causing tens of thousands of people to lose electricity. Some people's power is restored, but others are still without electricity tonight. Fox's Austin Westfall joins us in Aberdeen, North Carolina. About what up, Austin Westfall? So, Austin, when is the power expected to be? Austin looks like the dude from The Killers. He's going to he's going to sing us some some Christmas songs here in a second. Used to love the Killers and then I find out they were Mormon. Now their 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 music just doesn't hit the same. Fully restored for everyone. So Christine, right now it looks like officials are making some pretty good progress. They were anticipating getting everybody back online by the end of the day today. And right now, taking a look at the website, there's only about 200 power outages left. That's compared to 40,000 that were reported the night that this happened over the weekend. Take a look at some footage of the power substation that was damaged. This is one of two of them that were damaged by the gunfire. The attack is raising security concerns by government officials over critical systems like power grids. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says the attack, quote, raises a new level of threat. He says officials are hardening their equipment and the FBI is investigating as well. Now, it's been somewhat dangerous driving around this area. Many of the stoplights were not working earlier today, and many people were rolling right through those stoplights. State highway workers were posted up at those... I mean, most people don't know how to drive anyway. ...flashing to help keep drivers alert. I talked with a local man who says that the nights have been rough without heat. He says temperatures have hovered around the 30s and 40s. Yeah, they're not getting a good night's sleep in. Yeah, you just huddle in blankets. That it's that that wet or moist, you know, air. Even though it's not, he said moist. Uh, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to to get through. But yeah, you live in just sexual anarchy. Now, the last we heard from police, they have not identified a suspect in the shootings. Today, the North Carolina governor announced a $75,000 reward leading to the arrest of a suspect. Here in Aberdeen, North Carolina, Austin Westfall, Fox Five News. Austin, thanks. Cause some dudes meet the thaw. And it's the holidays too. Cause some dudes meet the thaw. Yes, you treat it like a four-way stop, but Corey, you say that. Most people don't know how a four-way stop operates either. The first one to come to a stop goes first, and then you go clockwise. Count counterclockwise. No, clockwise. <laughs> what break? What? Oh, oh, you talk about that breaks. I love how I'm like most people don't know how a four-way stop operates, and then I, I proceed to get it wrong. And just like that, no one knows how to use the stuff. What is up, meat cakes? <laughs> that dude's meat cakes thawed. Count is counterclockwise. Yes, yeah, counterclockwise. 
<laughs> Thank you, RB. <laughs> oh, did you see me do like I was doing it to try to figure out which way was closed? <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> well, which what? What? Some shameful things I should probably admit is that um, I do often have to figure out right, left. <laughs> this is my right hand. This is both. That is the right side. Uh, also, um, I don't know the alphabet. So if I'm looking for something that's in alphabetical order and it's a J, I have to say the entire alphabet to figure out where it falls. Princess Kimberly, good evening. So glad to have you here. Counterclockwise. <laughs> exact the alphabet song. Using it to this day. Yes, to the right of you, that's counterclockwise. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Things that I feel dumb doing, but also, like, I'm very astute when it comes to other things. Seriously, it makes me feel stupid when I do it, but, like... I, I, I'm, I'm in Justin world most of the time, so I'm not thinking about things. In a way that, like, most other people are thinking about things, I guess. I think somebody banned them, didn't they? I think Fox News fan got banned. I don't know what's going on with the commercials on Twitch. You guys have fun with that. We're, ju we're just done with commercials tonight. If you get if you get ads on Twitch, I'm sorry that happened. I usually try to prevent it, but it's just a free-for-all tonight. But most people are sub, so hey. Me smash. That's another one. That's another one, too. i got to put my hand over my heart. Which side? Side's the heart on. Oh, it's right here. Sassy, good evening. I mean, like, I don't know that I would disable ads, right? So, if you if you can't sub, uh, I I appreciate the money I make anyway, because I am trying to. I am a professional broadcaster, and I want to quit making broadcasting uh, shit for other people, and I want to start doing it on my own. And I bumped it up to the the three minutes of ads because I get 50% revenue share. Because if, if I don't do the three minutes of ads in an hour, then I only get like 35% or something. Sitting Cow came in here. What is up, Sitting Cow? One that looks like an L. Oh, oh, shit. No, you only get 35% if you don't do the, the three minutes. Wow. Nice tip, seating cow. 
Yeah, I try to play them all at once, get them out of the way at a certain time, but apparently they're just they're they're acting wild now. The ads are out of pocket. First time, first time I've ever been told that. <laughs> you, I love this show because I learn something new every fucking day. I got a story for you guys. Don't say gay, Florida lawmaker, the man who co-sponsored the bill, has been indicted on fraud charges. The Florida lawmaker who sponsored the controversial uh, law that critics call Don't Say Gay has been indicted on charges of defrauding a federal coronavirus loan program for small businesses. Federal prosecutors said Representative Joe Harding, 35, illegally obtained or tried to obtain more than $150,000 from the Small Business Administration and pandemic aid loans. He's being charged with two counts of wire fraud, two counts of money laundering, and two counts of making false statements. Harding, a Republican, you did not have to say that. We knew he was a Republican from the fraud and the don't say gay bill. We knew he was a Republican. Became nationally known this year over his sponsorship of a law that forbids instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade, as well as material that is deemed age, uh, not age appropriate. I want the public, my constituents to know that I fully repaid the loan and cooperated with investigators as requested. Harding said. Republican Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives has temporarily removed Harding from his committee assignments in the legislature. The trial is scheduled for January 11th. That's a fast-moving trial. Maybe they meant like a pre-trial hearing was scheduled for January 11th. That's a fast-moving trial. So, um, speaking of pandemic, yeah, he got the loans. He's saying after he got caught, he gave them back. Speaking of the pandemic, there have been right-wingers that have latched onto this story about strep A happening in the UK right now. The ninth child has died from a strep A outbreak. The Telegraph had a story that said researchers suggest this was due to weakened immunity because of the lockdowns. I have my doubts. Let's get into this. We're we're going to Sky News though. Very bright and talented little girl. Words from Stella Lilly's school, the latest victim to a viral infection impacting the nation. In Belfast, the five-year-old was struck down with strep A. It's left her school in disbelief and her family suffering unbearable pain. But children with colds, flu and this infection isn't uncommon at this time of year. The increased levels of sickness, though, is and it's causing concern, particularly at Alderhey Hospital. Its emergency department is the busiest it's ever been. Having our busiest winter 
ever. I think our colleagues around the country are seeing, seeing that from all the doctors and nurses everywhere. Busiest winter ever, two years after a pandemic. And I think since... Um, two years after the start of a pandemic, the pandemic is still going on and we are quite possibly entering a, a very deadly phase. Over the last couple of weeks, I think, since we've been hearing a lot more about Group A strep, there's been a lot more concern about children who might have it. Across the UK, the number of children with invasive Group A strep is four times higher than normal. What is usually a mild infection is now, in many cases, causing serious harm. So today, the government suggested medicinal support for schools with outbreaks as an option. What the um, UK Health and Security Agency are doing is they're working closely with the schools involved and giving very specific advice to those schools, which may involve uh, use of uh, penicillin and so on. All we've got left is um, probably about four tubs of the penicillin. But a mass rollout of penicillin is something one pharmacy director says would be near impossible. There's no drugs. Uh, there's, uh, today we haven't been able to get any penicillin in stock at all and we have at least seven different suppliers that we can turn to and none of them stock it. So then when we hear uh, stories about possibly giving antibiotics to, to all children in schools, it just shows how out of touch the Department of Health is. But it's not just an issue for Zishan. The National Pharmacy Association today revealed lines of antibiotics nope, used to treat strep A infected children are temporarily unavailable. There is real concern over the spread of the infection across the northwest. Here, cases of scarlet fever caused by the bacteria which leads to strep A are the highest in the country. And the front line for this infection... Oh, if you came here for good news, you came to the wrong place. ...in Cheshire today received updated guidance from government. But because of a... We, we make a lot of jokey jokes and we make fun of a lot of people, but, like, the actual topics we cover are, are deathly serious. <laughs> here I, I, I do a show with a troll head as a look. ...in the country. And the front line for this infection... Oh, thank you, meatcakes. This primary school in Cheshire today received updated guidance. I assume you're meaning me and not the, not the news about strep A. Since October, they've already taken precautions. So today, that's 90% for us, which is significantly lower than it has been at all this year. So that's around 40 children for us off with those kind of symptoms that are missing out on, on their lessons. COVID-19 dominated our lives for almost three years, and it's easy to forget the other infectious diseases that are still causing problems. But despite scientists' prior knowledge, strep A remains a worry for parents across the UK. And having the resource to manage it is now a great concern. Inzaman Rashid, Sky News, Manchester. You, um, as far as I know, the only cases we know of at the moment is, are in the UK. I don't know if there are other cases. The outbreak... Clearly, um, it is something that they deal with every season, but this outbreak is what is uh, unusual. Let's talk about the preventative measures. You heard the, the mention of antibiotics, which... I... Ugh. This is this is the explainer that should let us know what's going on, because I don't know what the difference is between strep A and just regular strep throat like I had when I was in high school. 
Will preventative antibiotics stop deadly strep A among school children? Nine UK uh, children have died of strep A infections in recent weeks. With at least nine children confirmed dead from severe strep A infections in England, the government has raised the strategy of preventative antibiotics. No. I didn't quite get what they were saying with the antibiotics before. I thought they meant like sick children in areas that were affected. Preventative antibiotics. Any any doctor will slap you across the fucking face and tell you, well, that's not a good idea. This is where penicillin is given to close contacts to prevent them from falling ill. But what is the plan and what difference will it make? Okay, okay, so it would be close contacts and are just like willy-nilly giving it out to everybody. That's a good... So, Mox, they talked about the lockdowns having an effect on the immune, immune system, but I would assume that, like, COVID attacking the immune system probably has a bigger effect on the immune system. Once again, we're still in the early stages of this and we don't really know what's going on. Why is the government considering, uh, considering preventative antibiotics? Most group A... Uh, Streptococcal infections are minor, but on rare occasions, the bacterium can find its way into the bloodstream, tissues, and organs, causing what is called invasive group A strep. These infections can lead to severe severe illness, including potentially lethal, lethal sepsis and toxic shock. Public health guidelines drawn up more than a decade ago state that close contacts of IGAS cases can receive prophylactic antibiotics for 10 days if there are two or more cases in a household or an institutional setting such as a nursing home or school. This has been established practice for some time, says Adam Finn, professor of pediatrics at the uh, Bristol Royal Hospital for Children. You give close contacts antibiotics in an attempt to shut down secondary cases. Some uh, countries have a lower bar to dishing out preventative antibiotics. Canada, for example offers a prophylactic penicillin to close contacts during outbreaks of scarlet fever, also caused by strep A. So, yes, this has been done before, but it's not common. If there is an outbreak of IGAS in a school, a local outbreak team will go in, identify close contacts of known cases, and offer them a 10-day course of penicillin. At the end of November, health officials offered antibiotics to all staff and the pupils in years 1 and 2 at Ashford Church of England Primary School, after a six-year-old child died of an IGAS infection. Is it eye gas? Like an iPhone? Should I call it eye gas? Depending on the situation, classes, your groups, and entire nurseries can be uh, offered penicillin in cases of eye gas. Penicillin is highly effective against strep A infections. What about antibiotic resistance? Antibiotic resistance happens when bacteria uh, or bacteria involve so that they are no longer killed by antibiotics. I guess bacteria is, is plural, isn't it? Doctors are not worried about strep A developing resistance to penicillin because the bug seems incapable of withstanding the drug. There would be concerns if penicillin were handed out in mass, as this would drive the emergence of resistant strains of other bacteria but there will be no blanket prescription of preventative antibiotics. So it seems like they know what they're doing and that it is being administered uh, very uh, uh, precisely. 
don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was skeptical when they were talking about monkeypox, and they were like, we'll have it under control in a week or two, and that didn't happen. But then they actually did get it under control. It just took three or four months. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a medical expert. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to medicine. I can I can remember uh, cabinet positions of officials, obscure cabinet officials from administrations from before I was born. But I I do not know shit about fucking medicine. <laughs> China uh, relaxing their restrictions. Apparently, uh, a new report says that lifting these restrictions could cause up to 1 million deaths, maybe more. Chinese authorities appeared to bend to the will of the people on Wednesday by easing some of the harshest COVID-19 restrictions. A new study showed the high price the country will pay if it tries to reopen too fast. Asian micro, uh, macroeconomic advisor firm, advisory firm Wingrim Capital Advisors. So anytime we get like a capital advisors firm, I'm going to say probably don't trust what they have to say. But it's weird that they're, that a, a firm that uh, lobbies on behalf of capital is saying, oh, if you open up too soon, you might kill a bunch of people. This Asian macroeconomic advisory firm is warning of a winter wave of COVID infections that could swamp the healthcare system, according to a report in the Financial Times, which reviewed the firm's models. Wigrim, which takes into account vaccinations and age data in its modelings, uh, that it has provided to governments throughout the pandemic is predicting a death toll of 20,000 a day by mid-March in Beijing, Shanghai, and Guangzhou, with daily hospitalizations peaking at 70,000. The advisory firm is warning that the government has done nothing to prepare the country for a reopening that does not progress cautiously. That's against the backdrop of a still low vaccination rate for the elderly, a shortage of intensive care units, and vaccines that lack the potency of Western rivals. In addition, the Lunar New Year holiday in January could prove a super spreader event for China. Well, well. Asalopsy, good evening. The, the, McKin, the McKinney of China, or McKinley of China, probably. That's probably exactly what they are. They might not be a Chinese-based firm. It said Asian. Now, these easings of restrictions have to do with the protests that are not just about the restrictions. So many outlets here in the United States are painting these protests. McKinsey, that's it. Not McKinley. So many outlets in the United States are painting these protests over the lockdown specifically. But that's not true entirely. There have been lots of uh, protests over labor conditions. Matter of fact, 
One of the protests that was painted as protests over the lockdown was actually a protest that the company was forcing the workers to stay inside the building so that they didn't have to follow quarantine measures. So what you were actually seeing in China is probably more akin to a worker uprising. You can't have a lockdown without sufficient supplies. I, I had many Chinese friends tell me that they were well taken care of at the beginning of the pandemic. That the government was dropping a box at their door. Democrats are now expressing deep concern about reported Twitter suppression of protests in China. So, free speech absolutist Elon Musk, who I keep getting told, like, how can you hate Elon Musk? You must hate free speech. No, I hate people that um, are virtue signalers and don't actually stand by their principles. Three House Democrats sent a letter to Twitter CEO Elon, Elon Musk on Tuesday to express deep concern following reports of video evidence of protests in China being suppressed from the platform. They requested the information about recent malicious activities in China and any indication if the actions were directed by the Chinese government. The letter comes after some of the largest protests in decades have happened across the country for the past few weeks against the government's strict zero COVID policy. See? They're not telling the whole story. You can't depend on corporate media to tell you the whole story. Policy has resulted in entire neighborhoods and even cities being shut down as a result of cases. Protests stem from a fire last month in the city of Yurmiki, which killed 10, people, uh, killed 10 people and injured nine. Protesters have argued that the country's strict protocols slowed down firefighters and caused more people to die, which may very well be true. But there was discontent over labor practices going on uh, as the party was meeting to, uh, I don't know what they call it in China, re-coronate Xi Jinping a few weeks ago. China saw protests. Speaking of that, I actually bookmarked a video of Tiananmen Square. Apparently it's very rarely seen video. It just popped into my head. I want to I wanna go back and, and watch that. San Francisco is investigating Twitter for suspicious office makeover. Twitter may be giving new meaning to the increasingly popular term work from home. Social media giant laid off nearly half of its staff starting in early October and now has reportedly turned empty office space into bedrooms. San Francisco officials confirmed there is an investigation underway. According to reports by Forbes, Elon Musk, the owner of Twitter, set up dystopian-like bedrooms inside the company's downtown San Francisco headquarters. After finding out about the city's investigation, Musk fumed at San Francisco Mayor Landon Breed. Of course he fumed. Musk tweeted a link to a story about a baby in San Francisco allegedly overdosing on fentanyl at a city park. What was the baby doing doing fentanyl? 
Why would that be? Why would that be any issue of a, of a, of of the city? Sounds like bad parenting to me. Clearly, Elon Musk is in favor of providing uh, uh, safe injection sites and and clean drug testing kits to babies. Problem solved. <laughs> Professor Q. The bedrooms under investigation are reportedly decorated with neon orange carpet, curtains, bedside tables, and large teleconference monitors. A Twitter employee who spoke with Forbes said no announcement or context about the bedrooms was given to employees. The in-office bedrooms are a reminder of Musk's support of hardcore employees, an idea which some have criticized for lack of work-life balance over the years. Musk has bragged about sleeping at Tesla's factory and pulling all-nighters at Twitter. Pulling all-nighters at Twitter. When he's pulling all-nighters at Tesla, he was he was twittering too. When he's pulling all-nighters at SpaceX, he was twittering. Tweeting is not working. Even I, a, a social media clout chaser, do not consider tweeting working. The San Francisco's Department of Building Inspection confirmed to KTVU on Tuesday that they are indeed investigating a complaint that several Twitter uh, offices were converted into motel rooms for workers, which is contrary to code. Yeah, yeah, Elon Musk is building a company town, but this is not the first time that this uh, 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 idea has come to Musk's mind. He wanted to build a company town around SpaceX when they moved to Austin. Amazon is considering company towns because they don't pay their workers enough to be able to afford these $2,000 bougie uh, uh, Soto Sopa overlooking historic Kenny's house buildings that aren't, they're, they're faux nice. They're all facades. The Bezos has proposed building company towns. It's a new fad. Amazon taking heavily from the the uh, coal mines of the late uh, 1900s. You don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. So all these idiots like DM who talks about how much he hates unions, doesn't realize all the things unions have done for him and why they are important. Matter of fact, I can I can draw a straight line from union membership uh, uh, falling throughout the 60s and 70s to our problems that we, uh, that we experience now. Professor Q, if you go to work for Amazon, organize that bitch. Now, like, if you're, like, was this a person that was living on, like, an oil rig, like a tanker that's off, off, um, offshore? Unionize harder. I figured in one of the stories about Twitter, uh, somebody would have, oh, maybe, maybe it's in this one. I was like, I had three stories about Twitter. I haven't done the third one yet. So hopefully somebody will mention, uh, uh, this Baker motherfucker. 
Jack Dorsey says to Elon, can we just get the doxing over with? As scandal from the Twitter files continues to trickle in, the platform's former CEO seems to want to get on with it already. I don't know what we're getting on with. There hasn't been anything uh, to get on with at all. As the saga of the Twitter files continues, the platform's former CEO, Jack Dorsey, seems to be wondering why we can't just hurry this up already and dump all the company's related dirt in one fell swoop. On Wednesday, following revelations about new potentially unsavory activity related to the Hunter Biden laptop scandal, I assume they're talking about Baker... Dorsey asked his pal and successor, Elon Musk, to basically do a WikiLeaks-style flush of Twitter's internal documents. If the goal is transparency to build trust, why not just release everything without filter and let people judge for themselves, including all discussions around current and future actions? Make everything public now, Dorsey tweeted Wednesday in response to a thread previously posted by Musk. If you haven't been following, Musk has been airing the platform's dirty laundry in public for the past week or so. Last Friday, and there wasn't anything about it. There wasn't anything to it. Last Friday, the tech CEO held the release of the Twitter files, an expose by investigative journalist Matt Taibbi, which doesn't seem to be much of an expose or uh, a journalistic endeavor. That involves internal documents about the company's decision-making relating to the notorious New York Post story scandal. Don't remember the post incident? Well, apologies for the multitude of digressions, but this whole story, uh, this whole situation, is sort of complicated. Thank you, Gizmodo. Reputable source. It all started with Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, remember the laptop? Yeah, it's got Hunter's cock on it. In 2019, the troubled younger Biden is alleged to have somehow lost a MacBook Pro that contained a whole bunch of pictures of him doing drugs and cavorting with hookers. Post emails from this laptop somehow ended up in the hands of the New York Post reporters, and three weeks before the 2020 U.S. presidential election, the newspaper published a story about them, citing somewhat vague justifications about a violation of its hacked materials policy. Twitter proceeded to suppress access to the story and subsequently suspend the New York Post Twitter account for a period of some three weeks. Conservatives accused the tech company of playing politics and said that, by the story, the company was attempting to help Joe Biden get elected. Now, reporters Taibbi and Barry Weiss, both sus as fuck, have been given access. I don't even want to call them reporters. Have been given access. Because wasn't Barry Weiss a columnist? Matt Taibbi has, at some points in time in his career, done reporting. But I want to say Barry Weiss was a fucking columnist. Taibbi and Weiss have been given access to emails and other uh, company documents that reveal the platform's internal deliberations as they sought to suppress the post story. Taibbi has characterized Twitter's suppression of the story as a disturbing infringement on free speech. I don't know based on what. Jack, Twitter's profit-bearded former CEO, similarly seems to want clear want to clear the air. His suggestion that Musk release the docs is definitely interesting. Dorsey himself isn't accused of any wrongdoing in connection to the files. That said, it's worth asking, just what the heck is Jack doing? Former Twitter CEO has kept a fairly even posture when it comes to both his former workplace and Twitter's new supreme leader, Dorsey. Dorsey actually advocated for Musk to take over, going to bat for him when it became apparent that the tech scion wanted to commandeer the platform. Elon is the singular solution I trust, he said in April. Could be because you are fucking dumb, dude. 
Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? We need more Hunter Biden schlong. More schlong. This 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 nation needs more dick. Hold on, I'm looking for it. This morning I made a Hunter Biden dick joke and I was just able to like pop it right up and I'm like, yep, yep, I had that handy. I saw Cashew and automatically thought it said Crenshaw. So I was getting ready to say, Crenshaw, I want to piss in his open eye hole. There's just some schlong for your evening. Uh, This isn't even bringing up the whole... Okay, here we go. God, this, this is insanely complicated. At the same time, Dorsey has kept himself close to Twitter while also venturing, venturing somewhat afield. Lately, he's been piloting what some have called a Twitter competitor and or alternative, the social media initiative Blue Sky. However, Blue Sky was actually spawned by Twitter's parent company, so it's basically a spinoff of the company, not a rival. In October, Blue Sky announced that it would be accepting signups for a new, uh, for a new service and made gestures at the idea that it was gearing up to launch a more usable product. As Twitter continues to waffle and Blue Sky flutters its wings, it's somewhat unclear what Jack's long-term strategy is or what his hopes for both platforms are. Whatever happens with Blue Sky, it seems, like Dorsey's former home, Twitter, not out of the woods yet. Jack's casual ma- uh, missive about releasing everything came not long after the news broke Wednesday that the company had fired, or as Musk put it, exited, or as the kids like to say, yeeted, James Baker, the platform's former deputy general counsel. Now, I knew the name James Baker before I read the story last night. And do you want to know what I knew? Where where was the first instance of me learning the name James Baker? It was during the Bush administration. It was during the Bush administration where James Baker defended torture on behalf of the Bush administration. And that's not to say that he is a Republican. He has worked for both Republican and Democratic uh, administrations. It's He went to work for the Brookings Institute, so it seems like he would be more of a shit lib if he was indeed a Democrat. I couldn't find anything about his political leanings. Once again, he argued in favor of torture during the Bush administration. According to Musk, Baker was fired because without Musk's knowledge, he had vetted the Twitter files before they were officially leaked by Taibbi last week. This has... Now, he was working as a counsel for Twitter. So him vetting these files was literally him doing his job. I guess guess the accusation is that he was doing it in secret. This has disturbed some because of Baker's former job as FBI general counsel under James Comey and his apparent role in assisting with the probe into former President Donald Trump. Again, conservatives see evidence of political bias. In 2020, the FBI very publicly denounced or very publicly announced that it was investigating whether the Hunter Biden laptop story was disinformation. 
And a recent admission by Twitter's former head of site integrity shows that during that time period, bureau officials also warned Twitter executives about potential hack and leak operations by state actors. That could involve information about Hunter. Taken together, Baker's association with the Bureau and his apparent vetting of the Twitter files has made him a suspect to critics. However, it's not totally clear what reporters have meant when they say Baker vetted the files. Nor is it totally clear why that would have been inappropriate given the fact that he was one of the company's top lawyers. Nevertheless, Baker is out now in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information. Still no smoking gun. I fucking A, Twitter's not going to survive for many reasons. And speaking of unions, we stand with the New York Times. I haven't checked on what actually happened if they went on strike today. But we stand with you here on the Troll Patrol. I mentioned earlier today we did um, Prime Minister's questions, C-SPAN call-ins. During the C-SPAN call-in portion, uh, someone brought up the bombing of Pearl Harbor, to which I said, oh, is it D-Day? And then, like, seconds later, went, oh, wait a minute, D-Day, that's the invasion of Normandy, isn't it? And then we all had a laugh, because I'm like, I'm a dumb American. Warlord chimed in, was like, yeah, that's the invasion of Normandy. And I'm like, what do you know about it? You're British. And I was like, oh, I guess it's kind of ingrained in European history now, isn't it? Starlight, so there are pros and cons. I'm all for a wildcat strike. Should it happen, there are all kinds of pitfalls. There is no legal protection for workers should they strike. Uh, Scabs can 100% be hired. Uh, now, would the companies be able to hire scabs that quickly and, and, and keep everything running on time? Probably no. Except British forces were in on the invasion, too. Exactly. So, I... How you feel about whether they should strike or not... Depends on how... Do you believe the rail workers should risk their livelihoods, put everything on the line, even put themselves in legal jeopardy? On their like we're we're asking them to do it on our behest, and we're not the ones that are going to have to to face the brunt of it. Because it would be an illegal strike. Now, Masalopsi brings up a, a fantastic point. Uh, can't punish those workers if we all were to strike. I would totally be on board with a general strike. So I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough decision, and that might be one. I, I would say all of the union leaders are going to say no. Don't strike. No, do not do this. But 
That would be up. That would be up to the individual workers to get together and do it. Oh shit! <laughs> it's the hot tub troll stream. Man, if I was to change uh, the the description, say I was doing a hot tub stream, I'd probably get a few thousand people right away, wouldn't I? Look at that troll hanging out in the hot tub. He's got some pretty green eyes, too. Also, apparently, uh, like Hasbro, very litigious with their... Uh, I, I, well, is it Hasbro that owns it? It's one of those major toy companies. Mattel... I, 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 whoever owns the trademark for, for the troll is apparently incredibly litigious because I've been told through a couple of organizations, like, no, we can't post that. We don't want to get sued. Like, I am pretty sure everything about this falls under fair use. I couldn't mint an NFT, an NFT because of it. But now, as I said, and like we're going to try to do the Prime Minister's questions and the C-SPAN call-in because both of those are so much fun. Both of those are so much fun. I can't promise you we're going to do it every Wednesday. I can't promise you we're going to do it every Wednesday. Maybe every other Wednesday. Try to do it as much as we can because it was very successful. A hell of a lot more people watched that this morning than are watching me right now. So, thanks guys. We got we got several raids this morning, is what it was. Some of the overnight streamers uh, raided me, and I probably nobody else is on at fucking nine o'clock in the morning. Seven o'clock in the morning. That's when we started. But they mentioned it was the anniversary of the bombing of Pearl Harbor. I've actually been to Pearl Harbor. I've seen the wreckage. You can go onto the boat. And it's it's got a a like well it's like two boats, and you got to walk in between them, and there's a a uh, like a glass thing where you can see the wreckage because in Hawaii their oceans are really beautiful they are very pristine and clean so you can see straight down through to the wreckage it was it was very cool sassy so they mentioned Pearl Harbor and I was like oh is it D-Day and then I'm like I, I, I corrected myself no D-Day is the invasion of Normandy isn't it but I'm not the only dumb American. However, uh, I corrected myself. And I also didn't work in a presidential administration. I also didn't work. Spice it up. Did you know Sean Spicer was the dude I was teasing here? Or was that just a coincidence? Talk about spicing it up. Sean Spicer, the former communications director for the Trump administration... Makes a Pearl Harbor blunder that will live in infamy. Now here's the thing is I was live talking off the cuff and even was smart enough to correct myself. This guy was the communicator. 
communications, or I'm sorry, press secretary. I'm sorry, press secretary. Oh God, tones. I, I am so sorry about your kitty. You know, I went through that uh, right after I moved here. We, we, Smokey was missing for eight days. Never lose hope. I was starting to think I'd never see my smokesters again, but luckily I get, I get to sleep with them every night still. Well, shithead went missing for eight days. I I hope she's in the house and she's just high. Has there been like loud noises or anything that might have scared her? Caused her to go like, Smokey had a place in, in my old apartment that like, I had no clue where he went to. I very rarely would it happen, but he had a place he would go to and I couldn't find it. I had no idea where he would go to. So, I mean, that is possible. If you think there's a possibility that she could be outside, uh, they say to sit litter boxes out and they, they recognize their smell and it'll bring them back. We ended up, we had to use a wild animal trap in order to get Smokey back in. Sean Spicer, Donald Trump's first White House press secretary, marked the 81st anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor Wednesday by mistakenly honoring D-Day. Today is D-Day. It only lives in infamy if we remember and share the story of sacrifice with the next generation. Hashtag D-Day. Communications guy even hashtagged it. Buddy, if it was D-Day, I'd let you you in on a little thing. If it was actually D-Day... Hashtag D-Day would be trending. And you would have, like, when, you, when you're when you tagging your tweet, it would have popped up, like, fucking 2,000 tweets in the last hour about this. So that should have been one of the indications that you got it wrong. D-Day celebrates the Allied Forces' invasion of France's Normandy coast on June 6, 1944, leading to an eventual victory over Nazi Germany. Uh, I mean, that didn't lead to a victory. I would say Russia sending thousands and thousands of soldiers to die at the hands of the Nazis is what led to a victory. The far cry from December 7th, which is honored annually on December 7th as National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, or simply Pearl Harbor Day. Spicer deleted his post and apologized for the mix-up. But the man who parroted Trump's lies about the crowd size at his inauguration and performed in fluorescent green on Dancing with the Stars should know the internet never forgets. Oh my god, that outfit. I'd really like some key lime pie right now. Would really like some key lime pie. That would be amazing. I don't think we have key lime pie. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to settle for my usual glass of chocolate milk. Never know though. I might go out there and curious or have something something fantastic whipped up. I don't think so. But you never know. Uh, let's watch some bears dance. You want to watch some bears dance? Not like daddy bears, motherfuckers. 
Not like the kind of bears you find on Grinder. This is your animal video. You guys and your your dirty minds. Oh, sorry, wrong one. You live in sexual anarchy. Here's some bears dancing. Or at least I don't know about dancing. I don't know if that's the right word, but being very personable. Oh, no, they are totally dancing. Dancing was the right word. They're doing spins. They want some, they want some treats. How fucking cute. Did my stream go down at some point in time? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, uh, moderation caught you there. Let you back in. I, something, something was, was up at some point in time. I don't know what's up. I don't know what's going on. I'm just I'm just watching the bears dance. The bears. The bears. Uh if you are watching on Twitch. Uh we're gonna go over and say hey to Squid. Humanist Report is on. I'm going to dump you guys in Humanist Report. I'm going to go try to, to, to clout chase off of uh, David Dole. So if you are watching on uh, Twitch, you're going to go over to the Humanist Report. Tomorrow night, we have a special guest. Goldie Hoffman was, is going to be on. She's the one that did the the weird parody of Dave Chappelle's monologue from SNL that we were all kind of stumped by. She's gonna she's gonna explain it to us. She's gonna explain what she was going for, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think Goldie is a super cool person. I think we're gonna have a lot of agreement, but I I I, I think her heart's in the right place. But I think her message on that on that video was way off. So look forward to Goldie Hoffman tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. As coming in here right at the end. So glad to see you, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.